Hey, this Realm of the Mist podcast is brought to you proudly by the Nurses Guild. Hey, everybody, it's C.J. Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. Hey, what's up, guys? Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly back at you, starting off with the lovely and talented Serenity Stone. Hey. <laughs> I, thought that I, had to, I thought that I could smoke during the intro here. <laughs> Fire it up. Fire it up. The beautiful mm-hmm. and voluptuous Colin Washburn. I know I said voluptuous wrong. <laughs> oh. Voluptuous. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> the busty and bodacious yeah. Chris Rudder. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> and the uh, big fat friend in the corner, Mr. Don Smith. Why the fuck I gotta be big fat man? What is going on here? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great to be here. I love coming in here and getting kicked right in the nuts right off the bat. I'm That's super fun. happy to be here and be the big fat man. Fuck yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> guys. Let's have a good show. Oh my god. Hey. Hey, if you're if you're I the if you're the big fat friend, I'm the cock blocker. I mean, come on. <laughs> Which is worse. <laughs> it's like a playground. Uh, it's like a playground on here. This is like the worst <laughs> intro I think I've ever heard. Well, thank you. I try to make them original. <laughs> I try to make them somewhat I think we original. We all should have just spoken up during that intro. I, I think, think that's what. Should... <laughs> I think we should all try. That's far more. That's far more voluptuous than I am. Oh man. He says you're more voluptuous than he is. That is true. That is true. And I appreciate you for pointing that out. Thank you. <laughs> Which one of you guys Anytime. is going to dress up as Santa for Christmas and make everyone happy? That would be me. I still have the Santa outfit in my closet. Well, I, 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 have the beard. I have the beard, and the longer I own a comedy club, the whiter that son of a bitch gets. I will tell you this much. I'm I know a couple of elves. I am going to start off this show in a positive light and talk to Mr. Chris Rudder, who has returned to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. And I'm going to speak to him directly by letting him know that this past weekend, as we're recording, I have literally sat my daughter down for the first time and ran her through the Indiana Jones movie. And she fucking loved them. Nice. Did she love it? She, she loved, loved it all it. the way through? She loved it all the way through. Uh, like her father, her favorite is the third one, you know, The Last Crusade. But uh, she she didn't hate uh, Crystal Skull. And uh, Doom gave her nightmares with the whole, you know, the chest to get the heart. But other than that, she loved the whole entire she? saga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that 
for her birthday? Yes, this past week she turned, God almighty, 12 years old. <laughs> Very happy birthday to her. Yeah, it sucks. I almost have a teenager again. No! <laughs> no, no. Again, what did you kill the other one? No, I have I have a <laughs> I have a twenty four year old son. I already went through the teenage stage once. Oh, okay, okay. Granted it's gonna be the first time I'm gonna do it with a female. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do it with a female? I think that's why you have kids. At least three times. I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, proof. Hey, where do we find these clowns? I don't know, man. I have I proof. Know. I have receipts from the child support court. <laughs> oh. oh, good Lord. Well, on that positive and happy note about child support court receipts, let's get into the news buffet. All right. Hey, welcome to the News Buffet here on Breaking the Fourth Wall. It's always a good time on the News Buffet. But uh, right now, I'm just going to hand you over to Chris Rudder because he's going to kick us off this time with with uh, a little a little local Colorado news. Yeah, go ahead, Rudder. Me? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck you up because you're, you're, hey, welcome back, Rudder. Uh, Sure, let me give it a shot here. We talked for so long, I had way too much uh, uh, vodka before we started. It's not me this time, Don. It's Chris. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care who's on top anymore. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have in my in Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, I have in my hand. I have proof in my hand right now, thanks to uh, Serenity Stone. I have proof in my hand that legalizing weed in Colorado was an absolutely terrible idea. Colorado woman accused of her husband's murder claimed Sasquatch did it. A Colorado woman accused of killing her husband with an axe in April presented an unusual defense this morning during her trial, claiming the 57-year-old man was killed in a fight with a Sasquatch. 51-year-old Lauren McConnell from Denver, like I said, is accused of slaughtering her spouse, Brian McConnell, according... Hold on, i got to get through all the advertisements. Hey! Give me the rest of it. (laughs) Read full story. See, that's what happens to me every now and then. Yeah, it did it to me. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) According to the prosecution, she, she attacked him by surprise while he was mowing the lawn and hit him 47 times with a splitting axe. During her testimony this morning, Miss McDonald presented a very different version of events, claiming her husband was, quote, attacked by a 10-foot-tall hairy ape, probably a Sasquatch, and she had unsuccessfully tried to defend him. (laughs) She just kept missing 47 uh, times. (laughs) uh, Yeah, and and unusually enough, uh, she assumed her own legal defense. (laughs) She argued that investigators' own biases against the existence of Sasquatch misled them into accusing her. The, the, that is the, wonderful. The over and under of it, and, and I, I don't know if uh, maybe uh, you want to share it into the uh, the group chat for everybody, but the, the, the end-all, be-all of this 
article is literally the mugshot picture of the woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if there's that ever been a, a poster beautiful, beautiful thing. If there was ever a poster for drugs are bad, <laughs> there it is. There it is right there. <laughs> those, those eyelashes are phenomenal. <laughs> wow. That's that's what happens when you see a Sasquatch. That's that. That's what, what the it fuck does. is the matter with her eyes? Ladies and gentlemen, Sasquatch hit your husband forty-seven times with a splitting axe. That's that is the look you assume after that. I'm telling you, just comes after. Well, you remember that character. You remember that character in Little Nicky? <laughs> that that guy who came up and he was all talking all weird and clicking and stuff? Yeah, that's who she looks like. <laughs> all I know is this is not a way to reboot Harry and the Hendersons. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I think it's an absolute wonderful way to reboot Harry and the Hendersons. Make him a little more realistic. Because I don't know if you know this. Uh, Sasquatches can be dangerous. They can be, yes. and Ron, Ron yeah, Perlman woman... is not your friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, that woman's not a good for Harry, Harry and the Andersons. I mean, Rudder's got a little bit more hair than she had. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what is this pick on Rudder Day? I think this is just somebody who hasn't bathed <laughs> of everything. Well, you have goals. <laughs> Everybody has to do something, bro. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it for me on the news but, buffet. Uh, as, as, as Serenity can, as Serenity can attest, uh, uh, Bigfoot can be dangerous. I actually, she she watched uh, Boggy Creek, the Bigfoot series, episode two, and uh, witnessed my my death at the hands of Sasquatch. Was it was it with a splitting axe forty seven awesome. times? I have to say, it it was not. It was not. It, not 47 Not times. Not 47 times. It's... Feels like a missed opportunity in a movie. <laughs> Time... yes, like, exactly. I always prefer a much more violent death than what I suffered in that one. And, and usually in the movies, I get that violent death. Didn't you get really I fucked did. up in that movie? What's that? Didn't you get really fucked up uh, in, in that appearance? Not really, and not really. I, I, I got, I mean, killed, but, you know, and then my hand got cut, caught in a bear trap. But other than that... <laughs> That's kind of fucked up, bro. <laughs> other than that, came away relatively unscathed. I want to play a game. <laughs> oh. I got no hand, I got no face, you know, fuck it. I, I've had worse deaths in movies than that. <laughs> That's it, we're getting Don casted into fucking Jigsaw too. He wants worse deaths. We can make it happen. I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're going to go on with this theme. Police officers in the mountains near Santa Cruz responded to a suspicious figure in the roadway early Thursday and found Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> he was a little banged up. He, he was a little banged up, but will be returned to his rightful place at the Bigfoot Discovery Museum, said the uh, Scotts Valley Police Department. The Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Office had urged people to keep their eyes peeled for the four-foot-tall wooden statue after it was stolen from outside the tiny museum in nearby Felton on Monday. So they, it's a four-foot-tall Bigfoot. That's not a very big not foot. Not that intimidating. No, not at all. 
<laughs> right. That is that's the Chihuahua of Bigfoot. We represent the lollipop. Man, things really went downhill in the, in uh, Munchkin Land, didn't it? <laughs> After Dorothy left, the Oompa Loompas went on strike. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the dirt strike. They're not shaving or anything. They're just, <laughs> uh. No shave, no tan lines. You fucking cocksuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's no shave, no <laughs> Oh, good Lord. I wonder if women are joining uh, in on that this year. That was a woman. But <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> Got to teach to prove it. <laughs> Good lord. Do do women do no shave November? I, that that would just be Horrible. I don't know. I guess why not. <laughs> Only Russian women. <laughs> I mean, I agree with Dawn here. Like I'm wearing a mask everywhere, so nobody can tell who I am. Might as well just be myself. Identify with the phone. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna wear yes, some shorts. Hey, I'll be I'll be wearing some shorts tomorrow in the snow and send you guys a picture. Okay? No, I'm joking. Totally joking. Okay. <laughs> it's totally gonna be on next week's show. I, I guarantee you that picture will be up for everybody. <laughs> if it snows, I'll get it done. A big bush sitting outside of her track shorts. Yeah. Hey, I'm just here. <laughs> hey, give me some time to let it grow out, you guys. Okay, like, just, come on. Screw that. Just break some branches off of the. You can do it. In November. Just, just break, just break some branches uh, off of I, the shrub in your front yard. And they don't look bad, furry, but it's warmer. But they're not. They're not furry right now. I feel like I'm going to be letting you guys down. Put the pressure on me and everything. Thanks. Have you? Wait a minute. Have you met this group? Nothing you would send them would make them feel let down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. The words, the phrasing of that just gave me so many mental images. You're welcome. Let down. <laughs> no. When I can't sleep tonight and I have nightmares, I'm calling your ass, okay? I'm used to it. Like I said, my daughter had a nightmare about right, here, parts, parts being ripped out of chests. I'll get it. <laughs> See, here's here's the things that nightmares are made of. The late alien actor John Hurt might have known how this bird feels. In an amazing photo making the rounds, a snake, a snake eel blasts through the stomach of a heron flying over Delaware. The heron had apparently swallowed the serpent whole. Photographer Sam Davis told uh, Live Science this week, he at first thought that the eel had bitten the bird and clamped on, but after blowing up the photos, he saw an entirely different scenario. I could see the eel. You could see its eyes. He said it was actually coming out of the other end. Oh, my God. <laughs> so was it a red herring? An eel, yes. <laughs> he had yeah, it was a red <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't a herring, it was a heron. It was a bird. As he's flying, an eel burst through his stomach and Alex, probably got a, a shot falling all the way down. And you thought it <laughs> and you thought it was bad fucking feeding Alka Seltzer to seagulls. <laughs> I have to say, survival of the fittest. I mean, damn. That boy, he's a gold medalist. He just shot right through it. That's what I'm saying. That eel. That oh, yeah. eel had a lot to live for. <laughs> I 
I'm just yeah. seeing this bird with this electric eel zapping the shit out of it. <laughs> like a Looney Tunes cartoon, like it just all of a sudden the eyes bulge and the body goes black for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing this eel swallowing, or that heron swallowing that entire eel without doing any damage to it. I bet he's popular at parties. You should see his OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> he has a large insta following <laughs> just never make eye contact when it's swallowing a fucking banana that's all i'm saying just don't make eye contact oh yeah yeah that's what you should always say never Wait, never make eye with contact. the visuals chris <laughs> I'm in that leather mask. <laughs> yeah, it had a leather mask. Shut. <laughs> That's why the I eel had to bust that. Yeah, face down on a waterbed. Oh, I want to. I want to discuss that since we since oh. we since we called back to last week. I want to discuss that within the first 24 hours of, of the show being released last week. We only got one reaction, and it was a thumbs down. And I realized we offended the only person in the world that still has a waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch. Yep, how dare they diss my waterbed? <laughs> that bitch. The are strong there, man. Send the Coast Guard. <laughs> Haters, man. Haters. An elementary school in France put up a pair of posters outside their fence with an unusual request for parents Don't throw late students over the closed gate. <laughs> the Trelawney school, <laughs> school in Avignon uh, put up the signs outside its gate showing a cartoon of parents sending a small child airborne to get over the fence. The text on the, on the sign asked parents not to throw their children. Instead, wait for the gates to be opened again at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. Principal Sana Mazian uh, told La Provence... Uh, that parents literally threw children over the gate when they arrived to find a class. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to class. Hell not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not keeping you home another damn day. To hell with COVID. To hell with this closed gate. You're going to school, you little bastard. The worst. Or if my dad ever had to drive me to school and they had a locked gate, he would throw me the hell over that thing. I know he would. Oh, my mother in half a heartbeat <laughs> would send me. I would land at, at the front door, how far away the gate is. She'd make sure I got that distance. <laughs> And the, the, principal said, the principal said there were only a few scattered incidents and scattered children and no reported injuries, but there were enough tossed children to inspire school officials to take action and post the warnings as a reminder. <laughs> can, can, I just imagine can, the look on the kid's face. Like, are you kidding me, Dad? Like, really? You want me to, do you really want to do that, Dad? The funny thing is that the redneck the redneck dad that walks up next to him and goes, Good distance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That would that would be the kid, ones comparing him. The kid would be trying to talk his way out of it. Like I don't think this is safe, Dad, really. I mean maybe do you get a ladder? Screw that. I could see a kid turn around like I could fit through the bars. I could fit through the bars. <laughs> like, come on now, I'll give you a boost. <laughs> you know, when I was your age, my dad threw me over a fence twice that high to get to school, you little prick. <laughs> <laughs> In five 
You kids are soft nowadays. Can't even land on the ground after being tossed over a 10 foot fence without whining. Little bastard. <laughs> 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 no play. Okay, okay. Most of us here are pet. Let's be, let's be real though. Most of, <laughs> most of us on the panel here parents ain't one of us wouldn't do the exact same thing after all this shit your ass is going to school i don't care how late you are <laughs> you know I, I, I'm, I totally I'm, not disagree. Parent. I'm not a parent i would gladly throw other people's kids over the <laughs> don's don's yeah, walking out front Absolutely. of the school don's, yes. <laughs> don's walking outside of school with a sign go to that school and stand there with the sign I'm going to go to that school and stand there with a sign offering to throw you over, throw your kids over the fence. Since they won't I just had an image. Throw your kids over. I'll do it. I just, I just had an image. One year old. I will three-point you over my fucking head any given day of the week, you cocksucker. I just had an yeah. image. I just had an image of the gates closing. And Don's showing up with the little wooden box, like uh, like the lemonade stand thing that like Lucy and Peanuts had, and it literally says uh, on there, "Throw your kid over the fence for five cents." For five cents. <laughs> yeah, child yeah. Yeah. Is that considered child human trafficking? that's child air trafficking is what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So as long as I know Everybody's how to do the flashlights, we're good. Child trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you need a school official on the other side waving them in with their little orange flashlights. <laughs> right. Need a child People air traffic are happy to do that. Up the Henderson, the Henderson kids are late again. Uh, gym teacher, bring out the crash pads. <laughs> I have a strange vision. Now, if the, if the teachers were smart, they would set up a uh, trampoline on an angle so it bounced the little son of a bitches right back. Uh, there you go. No, I have a strange vision of this. back over the floor. Well, there's gonna be that guy. That guy's gonna sit and park his little table right in front of that gate and be like, "Your kid deserves to be thrown over the gate." Change my mind. Yeah, right. And get Pele kicked. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, they'll... just just imagine that. I'd be where there with my booth, offering to toss their kids, and then somebody would set up and undercut my price, and it just be, it would be a price war to try to get people to throw their kids over the fence. I've got a quarter. We could build a catapult. We could build a catapult. See, and I got some friends that I would just, I know their kids would love this idea. (laughs) Ten for a quarter. It's in France. France It needs to be a trebuchet. There you go. (laughs) A trebuchet. Yes. It's much fancier, but it it will launch your French children a little bit farther. Did they get a side of fries? Keep your head down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Now, you only get a set of fries if the trebuchet misses and your kid goes through the fence and gets diced up by it. No, that would be that would be when they hit the uh, trampoline on an angle and it was just angled too far. So it goes over the fence, hits the trampoline, and then yeah. gets springboarded back into the fence. So the parents get sprayed with what's left over. There you go. Yeah. We're designing Saw 2. Yeah, I don't know if they would be... <laughs> 
proprietor if that would be if that would be considered julienne. Dude, I that, don't know. I'm not. I'm not a chef. We're we're designing jigsaw too. Hard to get the buck crack. We're literally designing <laughs> traps for jigsaw too All with right. French kids. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> jigsaw do. Uh, a Japanese town is protecting itself from wandering bears with a pair of unusual guardians. Motion detecting robot wolves. Officials. Oh <laughs> officials in Takikawa, uh, an island in Hokkaido. Uh, said concern about the increase of bear incursions in residential neighborhoods this year led to the purchase of two monster wolves, robotic guard canines created by machinery firm Ota Saiki, a and partnership with a local university. The monster wolves, which are made of metal and covered in fake fur, uh, to make them appear real to other animals are outfitted with motion detectors to cause them to activate. The wolves then flash red lights in their eyes, move their heads back and forth, and emit a series of howling and screeching noises. This is Scary. How, this is how you get Terminators. <laughs> exactly. It starts with the monster robot wolves. Sad part is they won't do shit for the bears, but they're going to be a hot Halloween item next year. <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely they don't they don't really they look they, they're on surfboards too let me share this to the group because it's it's kind of it's it's kind of weird to see them on uh surfboards because that clearly <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. again crack it's, is bad this is like straight out of teen wolf or something this is <laughs> this is just strange. You know, that's a guy to see. I, I kind of want one in my front yard. I have to say, there's been a lot of gunshots and a lot of crazy things happening in my neighborhood. I want one of these. Oh, that wolf would be the first thing shot. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, so I could run. They could, they could want it. <laughs> <laughs> that tell you where the bullets are coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the distraction yeah, of that put, is exactly what I need. Out there on, <laughs> put the wolf out there on the surfboard and wait to see the muzzle flash. That That's actually good thinking right there. It's a decoy. Mommy, <laughs> yeah. mommy why does the Stonehouse dog have a bunch of holes in it? Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Because they ran out of stop signs in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it reminds me, have you guys seen out of Denver National Airport, there's a huge horse that has eyes that are glowing like that? No. Uh, that is because of uh, uh, they're actually looking at the, um, uh, well, you know, aliens. So. Yeah. Come on, say it right. Like at Denver Airport, that horse's eyes are red because he's high as hell. Yeah, yes. right. Oh, always. And they Rudder, want to take it down, right. unfortunately. And Rudder, I'm going to give you a no, chance to, to fix that missed cool. opportunity when you say aliens. Do it like the dude from Ancient Aliens. No aliens. Aliens. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the review right, I, I on that in that voice. Story. Yeah. <laughs> Rudder gets stuck in that voice for his segment. I have one more news story that I have to cover here. Go ahead. 
Because I've been waiting to to this one for a while, and I haven't actually made it to this one in any of the show, any of the life radio shows I've been doing. So we're going to hit it now. A Russian oligarch, reportedly nicknamed the Sausage King, was killed with a crossbow in his sauna after mass robbers broke into his home. Investigators said on Monday, the man and his wife were in their banya, a traditional Rus- Russian sauna outside Moscow, when several masked men entered tied them up and demanded they give them money to keep it. They kept in their home, Russia's investigative committee committee said. The wife managed to get free and alert police who discovered the man's body. Uh, While inspecting the scene, investigators seized the crossbow the man was shot with. Uh, The robbers escaped in the victim's car, which was found near Istra, uh, a town west of Moscow. I think the wife was in on this. Did the robbers bring the crossbow, or did the or did they get it from the house? <laughs> I think that it was like it's a hard 16th century crossbow. I would say the sausage king probably had a crossbow in his house. <sighs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense. As well, I have to say that this <laughs> story is a hundred percent true. Like. Where else but in Russia do you have all this go on and it be a hundred percent like, oh, okay, that's cool. And there's a, and since it was in <laughs> Russia knowing the Russian families that I have known knowing the Russian families that I have known, I'm basing that completely on the people that I have physically known in my life, it is a hundred percent believable that the wife would have sent a bunch of dudes with crossbows in the It's absolutely believable. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. The Lord. the uh, he must not well, have uh, the 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 sausage king must have been a misnomer. She was clearly unsatisfied. <laughs> That's because yeah, his sausage was, was made from say, beets. Be uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that they were in their sauna when it happened, I wonder what she did to get out. She un she removed the she, towel. Well, that's why she was, was a Yeah, there you go. That's all it was. She removed the towel. Yeah, but... wow. yep, and they found out that she was the sausage queen. They let her they let her go because her link was longer than theirs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he, was a, he was a double stuffer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, there you go. There you go. <laughs> they enjoyed her patties too, she, okay? Yep. Well, she she had him pegged. Lady Lady Yokobasi <laughs> is lo- is beautiful. <laughs> what the hell? And that Ladies and gentlemen, that is the news buffet. Thank you for coming along that ride with us. Wasn't it enjoyable? And here we are. I I have the feeling somebody's eavesdropping on us. I I I have a feeling we we survived enough. I have a feeling we have yet another title for this episode, Lady. You have a beautiful. (laughs) Kabasi. <laughs> I think we have the title. <laughs> and this is why I need another chick on this show. Yes. Like, oh my god. Come on. We did get a crossbow. We we, we did 
we did discuss before the show. We did discuss. We did discuss before the show that it's kind of a sausage fest on the show, and now we have to finish this segment with literally a sausage fest. <laughs> with the sausage king. With the sausage with king. With the murder of the sausage king. That's how you end the sausage fest: is you murder the sausage it's king. You sausage. He's been taken out with a crossbow. <laughs> like the goblin king. Was it spicy or Italian? Oh, it was Russian. It's, so Italian. it's not Italian. It was. It was Russian. So it would have, yeah, that wouldn't have been Italian sausage. It's Russian. So. I don't know. But... Well, at least the sausage, you, the sausage King didn't have a leather mask. You though. flat sausage sucker, you. <laughs> How do you know if it's Italian or Russian? You judge the dressing that's coming out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Again, with the visuals. You're welcome. <laughs> And disgusting and disgusting uh, uh, salad dressings dripping out of kibasis. I figure is a good segue to get into the return of what's your effing deal? You've served your country with honor, and now we're trying to pry health care from the Veterans Administration. Did you know that Congress recently made changes to allow vets to get care outside of the VA services? The Nurses Guild of Florida is owned and operated by a Vietnam-era vet who knows how difficult it is to return to civilian life. Why not get your home health services from a five-star Medicare home health agency, the experts at home care, the Nurses Guild. Rather than wait in lines for care, the Nurses Guild will provide care to you in the comfort of your own home. PTSD, IV therapy, wound care, or post-amputation therapy, no matter your diagnosis, we can help. A nurse will be assigned to you, visit you at home to assess your needs, and work directly with you to develop a personalized plan of care. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty, so no matter your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. The nurses, therapists, and home health team of the Nurses Guild is ready to serve you. All of our essential health care workers are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. What's your FN deal? All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What's Your FN Deal? So uh, this week, uh, we have a lot of different things going on in Hollywood and a lot of different things going on with the release of new shows and uh, different sitcoms and different uh, series and whatnot. And the biggest thing that is returning this year, two shows, the Curse of Oak Island and Survivor are considered to be the two most anticipated shows of this year's returning fall class. And uh, the uh, Hunt of, um, or the uh, Curse of Oak Island, uh, is uh, really getting into some really unique depths 
with what they're going into, they're actually uh, discussing rewriting North American history. Have you have any of you guys watched this yet? Nope. I watch it every week. I have, yep. yes. So what they're I, actually talking did you, about... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, did you watch the new season finale or the new season premiere or no? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so what they have going on right now is that they're on... Um, um, uh, they're they're actually on the edge of discovering three new things. One is uh, a direct tie-in with the um, um, uh, the Templar Knights, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, they're actually tied in directly right. to them, and then they have actually drained out the swamp, and they're actually digging into where it was actually built as a, not a, um, it, it was actually a ship repository. What? Ship, yeah. actual, uh, it was an actually a, uh, a ship repair situation where uh, all the ships who came over from England before they hit North America, they actually reached a spot and they were able to repair themselves. And then you have the third thing that's going on where they're actually uh, have uh, dug into what is called Canon One or C One, uh, that they have actually been able to find gold. And so what they're actually talking about right now is these guys are about to really seriously rewrite North American history, and it's um, a very a very weird thing because you're seeing uh, history being written while it's being filmed, and they're covering all the back history of everything leading up to it. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's a very uh, strange thing that's going on with them right now because they don't know how to actually edit this stuff, and they don't know how to actually um, parse out uh, the areas guy who's right. a serious like you know metal detector expert and the other guys who are a serious uh, you know the drilling experts and all this stuff all of this thing all of this thing coming together and they're able to they're about they're about to uncover something that is very unusual and directly tied to the Knights Templar and they don't know how to explain it right now. So they're trying to really edit it out. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would think they don't know. I would think they, they're having trouble uh, drawing it out to an actual full-length series. Because yeah. <laughs> if they found something big now, it's like, okay, now what the hell do we do? Because right now if we show our hands is coming now, to a, a very fast, hard point that, oh, my God, we, have, we know this. We know this is down there, and we know these people are behind it, and it's all coming to a conclusion very, very quickly. And so you have another 13 hmm. weeks of all this stuff being draw, uh, drawn out. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a really interesting season in t TV history, actually, that uh, something like this really hasn't been seen before. And uh, the fact that they're uncovering this kind of history all at one time, uh, the fact that they're uh, possibly uncovering something that rewrites North American history, like, you know, America S. Vest Percy did not actually 
Discover North America. It was it was uh, 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 Vikings two hundred years before that, and then you're dealing with uh, uh, the Templars themselves, who uh, actually laid yeah, the there five hundred years beforehand. Like all of this stuff is coming to a conclusion very quickly, and they don't know how to actually parse it together for it to be an interesting TV season because there's so much stuff coming to a head. And then the internet is actually uncovering all these guys at interviews. In the meantime, they're like, hey, this is fucked up, this is fucked up, and, uh, you know, we've already decided this. Uh, there's so much stuff that's actually going on with this show right now that it's actually probably – one of the most interesting shows going into the New Year's, uh, going into the Christmas season, at least. Uh, it, it's one of the most well, that's been I look, seen. I look forward. I look forward to seeing some of this because what from what you're saying, if they're actually starting to find stuff, it would kind of be like watching Finding Bigfoot, and they actually found. And they Bigfoot. actually found fucking Bigfoot, not just the front, not just the current. <laughs> you know, it, it's actually okay. No, there gold. was a guy who found the Bigfoot. And, and and they're finding the gold, and they're finding, <laughs> they're finding the actual, uh, you know, albatrosses where these things are actually held, and it, it's just so fucking crazy. This is the one show that should capture everybody through Christmas, and it's being dismissed left and right by everybody because there's so much historical evidence being brought to the forefront with this show. Um, I, I think it's going to be incredibly right. interesting come January first, whenever they each, uh, whenever they reach the end of this season, how many things are actually uncovered. It's going to be. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, the interviews with Gary Drayton and a, a few of the other guys who are very intricate parts of the show. Uh, this is going to be like a world changer, and it's going to happen in front of us. On fucking history TV. <laughs> well, here's here, here's here's a question it's I so have. It's so fucking fun. They also have spinoffs. They have other treasure hunting shows. So people who are enjoying this type of a season or type of a hunt, you know, they don't have to wait all these years like all of us have to find out what's going on. They have other spinoff shows yeah, for treasure uh, hunts. The other, uh, really other cool. show that you're talking about is the uh, uh, Gold Depository in uh, nor Northern. Michigan in the lake, and then the other one in Missouri or uh, Georgia, uh, where they were able to found the, uh, find the gold uh, suppositories there. And uh, it's just so weird that all this stuff is coming together, and we're able to find some crazy conclusion to natural history, and everybody's going to completely overlook it because, uh, A, they're not able to find all the treasure that's involved. Or B, they are able to find all the treasure that's involved, and everybody's going to be like, well, that's all you're into it for. This is just such a really strange thing that's going on in TV right now uh, with the History Channel. This is the one true show that's actually showing a lot of different stuff going on that people aren't really They aware. dropped the coin. I mean, we already know yeah, that they didn't get all the treasure the because coin. they dropped yeah, the coin. Like, if I was one of those guys, I would beat the fuck out of that diver. You just dropped right? my cocksucking piece of shit. I'm going to beat the shit. But they didn't even seem affected. <laughs> <laughs> they just sat there like, whatever. 
I, I have a question. I have a question for this Knight Templar discovery for this season. And, and you're saying that yeah. they're having they're having a hard time discovering this, or or not discovering, but but presenting this in a way that would last for the whole entire season. Wouldn't it be easier? Right. And this is just my mind going off it. I'm curious about your guys' opinion because I don't know the show. I don't know shit about the show. I don't know how they do the show. But couldn't they just, you know, in the first episode, like, hey, we discovered this shit, and then the rest of the season is literally kind of myth-bustering it, showing, you know, showing your work well, for last lack of better word, uh, word, where they're literally researching to find out what is true, what is debunked, how old something is, where it Not actually proves like, uh, that it's before. The, the, yeah. problem is, the problem is is that they actually did that the first seven seasons. They did the lead but why don't they David Blaine and and all that stuff where it was like, you know, hey, you know, like we don't know if this is true or not. And now all of a sudden all this stuff is coming together all at once. Okay, That's why the- don't they David Blaine it or do like the Lost Pyramids where it's like a live spectacular thing that everyone who wants to can watch, you know, that night, that time, and then the rest of the season will be Oh my God! We're we found this. We're gonna explain it. We're excavating. Here's more and more and more. We keep finding, but like, they should do like some big live event to really. I think that's gonna come up at the end of this season, actually, where they do that and they do an uncover or a reveal of all the stuff they've actually found that they haven't shown on the TV shows. This is the season where all of that is gonna come together, where the draining of the swamp. No. And they're able to do the um, uh, the deep excavation uh, with the echo chamber uh, results and all that stuff. All of this stuff is going to come together all at one time. And uh, like Gary and and all these guys, they're all from Michigan, and and they're doing these uh, uh, other treasure hunts. But this is the one thing where everything is going to all of. All at once. Oh, Gary, yeah. And uh, well, you're not too far from where you are, Colin. Um, um, you know, I, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, Gary. I, 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 I think, it's just really weird how all of it's going to come together at one time. And, like, either this is going to be the final season or they drag out the next couple of seasons looking at all uh-huh. the treasure they found. Yeah, I, I really I, think I, that we need to do like a warning here and say, no, you can't just dig in your backyard and think that you're going to find gold if you live on a swamp or any <sighs> area. I mean, speaking, speaking as somebody, somebody not try this at home. Speaking as somebody who lives in, in Pennsylvania, well, yeah, like you- I, 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 I would have to slightly disagree on that because I think it depends on where you live because you might not find gold digging in your backyard here. But many people have found like fucking musket balls and 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 fucking like cannonballs from like Gettysburg oh, yeah. and shit digging in their own backyard. So I mean, you can find historical shit in your yard. Uh, Everyone go depend- out in the metal detector. Just kind of depends on where you live. Well, yeah. My buddy who left that bong over at my house, he's got a metal detector. He does that stuff all the time up here. I mean, this is iron iron country back back in the day, the ironwood. Um, and up in Iron Mountain, Michigan, up in these northern areas, yeah, you, you'll find all kinds of people that had coins that they'd lost, and there's all kinds of, of historical stuff in the ground if you look around. But there's another thing there that's like mineral rights, you know, like in West Virginia. I worked down there, and they had all kinds of things where they were like, oh, they signed off their mineral rights and stuff. 
you know, but the, what mm -hmm. entices me now with this program, I haven't watched it, but I'm very intrigued by it now because I can see if they are bringing things forward to the forefront of technology and broadcasting this stuff that they're finding. Oh, yeah. That's going to, oh, Colin, in, you have to watch other it. people. They will invite other people that want to invest in other TV programs that are going to do similar things. And there's all kinds of stuff that we haven't discovered underground all over the place. I learned that working pipeline. I have to agree. It's a great show, and everyone should probably check it out, at least for its historical factors. Maybe not binge watch it's it. So it's so cool. Not your thing. You know, the one, the one thing that's irritating about it, if you watch it year after year, is the narrator. And he was like, a silver coin found. Well, not every show can have fucking Mike Rowe like fucking Deadliest Catch. I think I think it kept me watching Deadliest Catch for twenty seasons with this Mike guy Rowe. Really cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy guy on there, like, oh crikey, he's a crocodile. <laughs> that's Dave Drayton. Yeah, that's who you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I like the idea of getting a new person to talk because, yeah. I have to say I love the innovation of the show, and I love historical things, so obviously I'm going to watch it. But it does get to the mute point where I'm just muting it and reading the subtitles, you know? Well, to be fair, I, I think it's <laughs> you safe. You don't have to listen to the show. Yeah, to be fair, you don't have to listen to the narrator that way. Yeah. To, to be fair, with, with what was presented at the, at the top of this, what Chris presented two shows, and I think it's safe to say that I think everybody here, whether we've seen it or not, would recommend the show. But I've got to say it for everybody here. I cannot say I don't give a fuck hard enough about the new Survivor. <laughs> like, is there a way of expressing I don't give a yeah, fuck hard enough for that? that? <laughs> Wait, can we change the whole setup of it? Can we make it more like... Naked and afraid of people <laughs> and a competition of actual survival. Like only if you put them through the fucking like. That's uh, what I wanted when, when when Survivor when Survivor first started. I remember the first episode of the first season is the only one I ever watched, and it pissed me off so bad because I was expecting from the way they advertised it, it was a show about survival. And then they're playing games and giving these people chickens, but they're live. And I listened to the one lady say, well, I don't want to be friends with the chicken because then I won't want to kill it and eat it. It's like, you're not surviving. You're a fucking idiot. Well, that, yeah. It's like, there's you nothing to do survival here. Well, that's why, that's why I threw out Naked and Afraid when you said, when you said, can we make it more survivable? You know, take, take away the fact that, you know, it's just, you know, daytime TV smut. You're watching people walking around nude. But on that show, if you ever watch it, they actually do do things for survival. You know, building their... Oh, yeah, that sounds yes, pretty that, brutal. I, I, actually, I actually did watch that. I watched that, Survivor Man, because I like those type of shows that can actually teach you something about it, rather than, oh, let's play a game for free chickens we're too afraid to kill. So, yeah, yeah that's... The what... MTV <laughs> version of Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord but i mean yeah i like i, I don't know I, how do you make survivor maybe make them go through the obstacle course from fucking that might be interesting <laughs> after two weeks of starving on the island since they're canceling the kardashians combine the two like survivor and the kardashians 
Didn't we you know, give them just enough? Put attention? them on an island and didn't just didn't just fucking leave them there. Leave them. Unfortunately, Kardashians are here for one last season. You still have to deal with them during this pandemic. Unfortunately, I'm t- I'm telling you the best Who's way that? the best way to handle Kardashians, it. Kardashians, they still have this last season, and I I hear that it's pretty COVID related. It's probably uh, gonna be sick and whining little. Girls on the TV all month. Oh, what are they going to try to convince us that Kim? Are they going to try to convince us that Kim's ass has the has the uh, secret for the COVID cure? Oh, Chloe has COVID, and I don't know. She ain't dead yet. Nobody cares about the Kardashians. (laughs) What are they going to have masks and no no pants? (laughs) Chloe can suck a dick. Oh, she already oh has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure she can. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember, see that. she couldn't get pregnant. <laughs> That's why she's in the locker room. You can't get pregnant from swallowing. You can't get pregnant from swallowing. the wrong way. <laughs> Wait, they put that stuff on that show? I never watched that show. What do they put on there? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Chloe set the day. Not the show you're expecting. Oh my god! I want to. I want to see a scientific show. I want to see a scientific show of Card. Chloe sucking a dick. I want to see it where they like zoom in on the cock and and like try to try to measure the rate of infection that's happening from her mouth. Like you just see these little red. Basically, basically what you want. Didn't they they do that already with Paris Hilton? (laughs) Look, I watched the Paris. (laughs) Look, I've watched the Paris the night in Paris. I've watched the night in Paris video. She cannot suck a dick. Her, uh, her inadequate night of sucking dick in Paris. Yeah. Yes, that she cannot oh suck God. a dick. Like her parents never bought her a fucking popsicle off a fucking uh, ice cream truck. I'm telling you, she does not know how to suck a dick. Well, she must not know much because she doesn't have kids either. <laughs> she knows how to swallow. <laughs> Wait, is she the ugly one? Wait a minute. No, she wasn't oh, ugly. She's just dumber than. <laughs> Wait a minute, how? Do... Colin, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you figure one's the ugly one between fucking Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie? No, he's back on the Kardashians. Oh, about the Kardashians. was an ugly one, but I never watched the show. They are all ugly. I don't think. Oh my god. I, I'm, I'm going to break everybody's heart on the internet right now. I don't think either, any one of the fucking Kardashians are beautiful. I think the most beautiful one is fucking Bruce. <laughs> Before the change. <laughs> Anytime I see anything online, I feel we've learned something about today. What's I that? I feel that we've learned today that Stolly prefers men and he can teach Paris Hilton how to suck a cock. Hey, look, I grew up down the yellow brick road. Hey, look, I grew up in a generation where you didn't you, you, you read the back of the cereal box and while you were eating breakfast in the morning instead of playing with your phone. And Wheaties did have his ass on the box way too often. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Is there a lawsuit coming on? Do you feel like you were abused? Yeah. 
<laughs> here's, a, here's a Caitlyn Jenner doll. Show me where he touched you. <laughs> oh my it's god! I see articles. Yeah. I see articles on the on different pages on different stuff, yeah. and if anything that's got to do with Kardashians, there's like a picture of Kim, and then these other ones, but all I see is their butts. <laughs> that's because their the faces matter. look like their asses. That's all that matters, bro. Dude, yeah. their faces, oh, yeah. their faces look like their asses. That like they need tattooed on their stomach the the shit you see in fucking shipment boxes. This end up, so you know which way is the right way up on them. They look the same either way. Six. Fuck the people. You know, now I'm gonna have to watch this show. I gotta see what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, I feel so okay. bad for you, Colin, but I dare you to do it. I totally dare you. Yeah, you know what? By next week, I want no. you to review fucking keeping up with the Kardashians. Now, <laughs> oh, there boy, you go. Dude, I, I, I want to... that too. I want yeah. a column watch for review. No, I got to <laughs> find it. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you let us know who the ugly one is? <laughs> oh, inside great. and out. <laughs> Put it on me. Thanks. You're welcome. I mean, the inside makes <laughs> them ugly on the outside, but you can make your own call on it. Look, I'll make the same call I made on. I'll make Somebody this... played that song the other day. Was it Butt Trumpet? You're ugly because you're ugly. <laughs> you're ugly because you're ugly. <laughs> Look, I put it. I put it on the same. I put it on the same uh, uh, pedestal. The I put the Kardashians on the same pedestal as I did uh, Pamela Anderson. A lot of people think Pamela Anderson post surgery is attractive. I thought. Pamela was was uh, beautiful before she all the augmentation. Yeah, the shit that came out afterwards looks yes. like a fucking half melted uh, uh, Barbie doll. No, thank you. The Kardashians are just as bad. They're so augmented, they are disgusting. Gee. Uh, I don't even know. Like I'm supposed to be defending these girls here, and I'm like, okay, what can I say? I love Pam Pamela Anderson. No matter what, so you know. <laughs> I don't know pre and post surgery. I guess I'd have to see. I mean, I think Pamela Anderson is a sweet soul, and kind of just she is a naive sweet in a lot of ways. I'm not. She I'm not dogging. Doctor. I'm yes. not dogging Pam Anderson's personality. I'm. I'm dogging the 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 surgeries to augment her sexuality. Not we her as a person. People who go to Dr. Kevorkian for their Botox, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I'll dog the shit out of Kardashian's personality, but natural. I'm not picking on Pam Anderson's personality. I'm talking about them flotation devices. Dolly Parton Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have three of Pamela Anderson's books in my living room. I love Pam Anderson. But at the same time, ah, uh, it's really fucked up. <laughs> okay, wait. So is this pre Baywatch? Like, yeah, it's pre Baywatch. Like the first time uh, she she opposed yeah. in in Playgirl, she was all natural, and she or not Playgirl, Playboy, and she was all natural and she was gorgeous. <laughs> Afterwards, when she started getting the surgeries and oh, going on Baywatch and shit, it, it just it, it blew up out of control. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 He was totally god awful, gorgeous. 
before that, and then after that, it was like, ah, goddamn Pam, you know. But still, she's still fucking. Well, look, like I, I don't know any of you follow uh, the old White Snake. Remember that video where the girl was all over the hood of the car? Oh yeah, how well, can anybody forget that? Fucking with an interview, she said that she ended up with the breast augmentation and stuff like that, and she went back on all that stuff that she did. She said she wished she never would have done it. Now she's a spokeswoman against that type of stuff. Tawny Katane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There, you, there you go. I have to say, I have a favorite show that that I've just started watching, actually. It's called I Can See Your Voice. And they, like, try to trick you into figuring out who can sing and who can't sing. And some of these people, they can't sing. They're just going on there to give awareness to something or just to have fun or, you know, whatever the reason. But it's a pretty fun show that, you know, it doesn't have, like, a whole lot of stress. It doesn't have political stuff. It's just fun. It's music. It's kind of a little bit of investigating. It's kind of a little bit of what everyone needs for their brain right now. Is it kind of like Mass Singer? Oh um, no, no! It's like that show six random people, and you just have to choose the right people that don't have a good voice, and they're trying to fool you. So at the end, you could have the good singer sing with some really big professional singer, you know, like Don Osmond or something. I had never heard <laughs> the word. Horrible, but I call them really big and. I've never heard the Donny words Osmond. professional singer and Donny Osmond in the same sentence. <laughs> right? I was just saying that, but he's the only one I could remember his name. I can't pronounce the other chick's name, so I can't say her. <laughs> Nicole no. Schwarzinger? No offense to Donny Osmond. I just, I, I, I've never heard those words together in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's, let's just stick with Donny Osmond. Yeah. I can't pronounce the other name either. <laughs> yeah, we it's, can't we can't do the other name, but she's awesome and we love her. But we know the other name. <laughs> trust me, no no offense to Donny Osmond. I loved you in Will, Weird Al Yankovic's uh, uh, white and nerdy video. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Donny and what's her name? Donny and Marie. But it's a it's a comedian show. Like it literally is ran by that doctor. Like, what is his name? Colin, do you have it pulled up right there? Dr. Ken something or other, that, that uh, Asian dude. Your Phil? Yeah, him. Oh, Ken Jones? He's, he's the host of the show, and there's comedians that come on there. and So it basically is funny. the mass Singer, then, because he does that show, too. Well, he's a... Dr. Who? He's part of the judges or whatever. I, I panel. No, not Dr. Who. Dr. <laughs> Here's a tough oh, one. That That's a different show. Yeah, I think we hurt Rudder. Yeah, that. we lost. We lost Rudder. He has a problem with Doctor Ken. Or oh, he doesn't like Donny Osmond. I can't take Doctor Ken seriously well, ever since like the first Transformers movie. The whole deep Wang thing in the bathroom scene. I, I can't take Doctor Ken. I can't take Doctor Ken seriously since he he did a video with Mike O'Connell for a song called "What's It Gonna Be." <laughs> look it up it's wonderful i love the song and it's just it's funny as hell check it out on youtube what's it gonna be mike o'connell <laughs> it's gonna be mike o'connell oh good lord i will check it out that, yeah, i said i will yeah. definitely check it out <laughs> top of my list 
Well, oddly <laughs> enough, I got a friend who's been dealing with. I don't know if you, you're familiar with the dab craze that's going across the country. Everybody's oh, I the dab fucking hate that thing. Stuff. Well, it makes people cough more. Um. Uh, anyways, uh, apparently it's a great high or whatever. And uh, I'm not into it, but some of my friends are. And so they're like, hey, is Dr. Dab around? I'm like, yeah, he's around. Go stop over there, you know? And, and they're all like, Dr. Dab, Dr. Dab. I'm like, and so my one buddy says, Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Washburn. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And of course, this is a guy who's got a haircut like the Beatles. So we nicknamed him Haircut, right? So I'm like, ah, Dr. Haircut. Dr. Haircut to gynecology. Uh, your patient is waiting for you in the birth canal. He loved it. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was reading something. Um, yeah, fortunately, uh, Rudder had I, to dip out, so we, we wish him well. I'll try to remember his his outro at the end of the show, so everybody knows about what you're and binge. But we will continue our conversation. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I to me, to so me, you really want me to check out the Kardashians? You brought it up. It's a, it's a dare. Oh man, you can't dare me. Double dog dare you. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. jump to the triple oh, dog dare. Stick your tongue on the pole. You're gonna make me. <laughs> you're gonna make me choke down an episode of Kardashians to find out who the ugly one is. <laughs> How about I'll, I'll figure out which episode to assign. I know exactly what episode I pick want a to watch. You know what? It's the holiday season. Oh, pick, a, pick a fucking Christmas episode of the Kardashians for them. I've never seen any of those. I stopped watching in a specific episode, and I want to give them that episode. <laughs> good or bad? Dude, materialistic well, women during new... during Christmas. Think about it. <laughs> uh, my episode is so much better seriously if, if this doesn't let them see who they really are nothing ever will <laughs> I got it right. incidentally I, I, sh I shared the video for what's it going to be into our uh, chat there and just so you know uh, years ago I got Mike O'Connell's permission to play his music on the life radio show, but that's one since I go out over FM radio, I've never been able to play because <laughs> it would be way too much sleeping. Uh, because of because of YouTube, I won't play it oh because you got permission, I don't. But uh, I, I I almost I almost played it while we were while we were here now. Uh. <laughs> I I actually have a weird update that I just saw. Um. Cody, Cody from the little ghost guy. Um, I met him a long time ago. All that paranormal stuff was going, and I guess he messaged me back while we've been podcasting. Speaking of paranormal stuff, oh, that's that that's cool. cool news. But speaking of paranormal stuff, and since your F and deal segment here has anybody been keeping up with the uh ozzy osbournes uh, or want to believe the 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 series where like jack is making sharon and ozzy watch all this paranormal and supernatural shit to, to like yes has anybody want what how is that i haven't watched yes. that um well, for me, I love Ozzy, and it's kind of different to see him in a different like he's 
he's very different on this show, but he's way more skeptical than I thought yeah, he would be. And that's yeah, why I, ca I could them? never watch the Osbournes. <laughs> I, I could never watch the Osbournes because I'm a fan of Ozzy, and to me, that's just uh, yeah, I can't stand his family. Man, y'all are going to have me uh, watching TV for a cool. week. Dude, I love the Osbournes. I did feel bad for Ozzy, though, because all the man wanted to do was sit down and watch the History Channel. That's all he wanted to do. And he's fucking chasing around dogs because they're shit in his house and his kids yelling all around his head and shit and him just looking so confused. Does anybody want a burrito? Yeah. <laughs> and he can't figure out the goddamn remote control. Like I said, all he wants to do is sit there and watch the military channel. That's all he wants to do. Leave and alone and let him watch the, some history. <laughs> well, I like to see him making history, so. Me too. I can't I wait. I see this show now. I, now. You got me enticed. They got my, my, my spirits up and my taste buds are lingering. They want to taste this. What kind of a show is this? Damn, you guys are getting me all uh, fired up. Oh, for the Aussies want to believe? Aussie show, I, I'm, <laughs> there's a doll on there that if you go and visit this doll in real life, it like curses you, and they went and visited it. And Ozzy is seriously afraid of this doll. <laughs> like seriously, Jack brought like a little one home and threw it at him, and Ozzy freaked out and didn't want to look at it and was like, "No, no, no! We already know what that one's done. No, no, no!" So I think I think he saw that doll and it definitely cursed him. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just thinking back to the Osbournes after after uh, Don said my favorite. My favorite scene of all time was when uh, they were setting up the stage and Sharon's showing them the, the throne that's supposed to be floating in the air and uh, in the throne, fucking like a uh, bubble dispenser, it's shooting out bubbles and Ozzy's like, what the fuck is all the fucking bubbles? I'm the fucking Prince of Darkness. <laughs> he was having a fit because the throne was putting out fucking soap bubbles. <laughs> Oh, man. The torment oh, man. that poor man goes through. <laughs> so there you go, guys. I think that's good enough for the uh, What's Your Effing Deal. Um, We'll be back with Colin's segment because we went kind of over with that. And quite honestly, I don't have anything for the after hour segment this time anyway. So let's go ahead and jump into Colin's Corner. Hey, well, uh, this week I was looking at some different things online, trying to see what kind of positive vibe is going on out there. And uh, and one thing that I did find, um, now that we're we're talking uh, towards the Christmas season, we got Thanksgiving on the way and all that kind of stuff. Um, the Rockefeller Center, Rockefeller Center in New York, um, got their Christmas tree this past week, uh, a 75 foot tall, 11 ton Norway spruce. Um, it reached Midtown Manhattan Thursday. Uh, it's going to be strung up with 50,000 LED lights, approximately five miles of wire, 900-pound 3D star on the top, and it covered in three, um, three million, three million uh, lights. Huh. I'll tell you what, the negativity. Uh, three million swarsky crystals. Swarsky crystals. The the stars covered in three million swarsky crystals. 
which is, uh, you know, everybody knows Swarovski crystals. They make all the cool goblets and all that cool stuff. I'm just uh, amazed. They put a lot into this. I, yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I'm I'm so concerned about it, though, because of, and maybe it's a negativity in me or whatever. But especially with this way this year's been with, like, riots and, and you know, violent protests and looting, I, I'm afraid of them putting like that up this year. I, I see that being a target you know, uh, for for people who are doing the whole political discourse actions, and to be very nice and non-biased in stating that. But I mean, you know, like if I was a rider or a looter and I wanted to make a point, I would attack that. I mean, so I I could definitely see that being a target. Which I'm worried for it. Well, hopefully they uh, have enough people around. I mean, there's there's cops all over New York City. I mean, so hopefully they're keeping an eye out enough that uh, nobody messes with the Christmas tree. I mean, it is a sign of goodness and peace and happiness anyhow. So hopefully people take that in mind and uh, they keep that in their heart this season and they don't uh, do anything negative or bad to our Christmas tree in New York. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool that they have 3 million forty crystals on the uh, star on top of it. And the thing weighs 900 pounds. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a massive star, man. It's huge. It's huge, but it's you know uh, it it, it it does still get rivaled by the uh, New Year's Eve ball that every year, you know, because uh, that ball I oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember its dimensions, but that thing is fucking huge and like it would it would kill like half a city block if it landed on somebody, you know, <laughs> fell off and fell and hit the ground. That thing is huge, and heavy. Right, right, right. Well, like normally they have a. Uh... A lot more visitors that come check out the uh, Christmas tree uh, than they probably will this year. Um, but, you know, there's other things that uh, I found here that they're talking about. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is uh, also going to have some virtual elements to help with the social distancing stuff. And um, some pre-taped performances. And all this is available on um, www.today.com. And, um, yeah, there's some other leads there and some video and stuff. And it, it, they've got a good crew for setting up this tree. There was, like, 30 guys on that little video I was watching. And uh, they do a good job, big old crane and stuff. It's amazing to see these guys do this. And then nobody gets hurt, and they, they do it every year. And, and that tree, they have it all over television and stuff, and it always looks great. So, to me, I was happy to see that tradition carrying on, even though we're in the middle of COVID. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 definitely a positive thing, and and I hope you're right in the sense of like, you know maybe as simple as and 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 look, I'm not dogging anybody else's type of religion, in any way, shape, or form, because I know a Christmas tree kind of to to the Christian faith of Christmas, even though it has its ancestry through uh, more pagan rituals of Yule, um, but hopefully, just seeing that go up. Exactly. Like like Colin said, does put a you know peace on earth, goodwill towards men into some hearts right now because I this year we especially need it. You know, and, and a, a bright, right, beautiful Christmas Manhattan tree because they're the ones that got that tree. Yep, you know, and a big, beautiful, well lit Christmas tree. I I get a little misty eyed whenever I see one, so Maybe. hopefully hopefully it it does bring out some goodwill. We need it this year. Yeah, yeah, we got to try to keep everybody's spirits up to this Christmas because uh, it's a tough one. You know, there's a lot of people sick, and there's been a lot of death this past year, and there's a lot of people that ain't gonna have the same loved ones in their life. 
over the Christmas holiday. And uh, if anybody out there knows somebody that's got any uh, family that's <laughs> not going to be with them for Thanksgiving, reach out to them. Reach out to them. Reach out to your friends that maybe have lost a loved one. I'll make sure they got some place to go for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Uh, it goes out to all my friends and anybody who's listening. Um, it's important this year, as Stoli was bringing up. It, it is important because spirits are down. So everybody do what they can. You know, push the push the positive if you can. Yeah, if there's if there's any positivity to modern day technology, like we're using it right now for our podcast. When it comes to these holidays, especially COVID and everything else, reach out, have a chat, download Skype or Zoom. They're free. Get your parents or your loved ones to download it, and you could still keep in contact with each other. It's not the same as being in the same room, but it's better than nothing. Give them a call. Give them a video right, call. And that's a good way to do this. Yep, social distancing is great, but still contact your loved ones, all your family, because uh, everybody needs to, to stick together right now. Even if they got to be apart, still stick together, you know, as far as uh, as the bond. Make sure the bond is still there between all your loved ones, because we need each other. This isn't easy. we got to stick together through all this crap. As much as it ain't no fun, we got to do it. That's it. And that's your public service announcement for the day. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so anyhow, the Christmas tree says they'll be running it um, lit up from 6 a.m. till 12 a.m. Um, and then 12, 24 hours on Christmas Day. And on New Year's Eve, it's going to be running 6 a.m. till 9 p.m., which is good because that way everybody will be watching the ball drop instead of hanging over the Christmas tree on New Year's, right? Yeah, but I don't know if I like the oh, idea of it being hopefully. on during the daytime before Christmas and not on it night because that's when it's going to look more beautiful is at night where the lights can actually pop and shine more than in daylight hours right you know what i mean yeah. I mean, it's just a personal aesthetic but i mean to me it seems like i would rather run it from like noon to to 8 p.m every day up until christmas or something so that we at least get some nighttime yeah. viewing of it Right. Well, I mean, hopefully everybody who checks out the tree is doing the social distancing thing, you know, six feet apart, wear a mask and all that stuff. Um, but I, I think it's going to be interesting to watch the Macy's parade as well, because uh, the, the write-up did say some things are going to change on that with the social distancing and stuff. Um, so I, I'm kind of intrigued to see how it's going to turn out. I'm going to have to watch now, Chris and see what goes on with the, uh, the normal parade and see how they modified things. Well, look, I understand for COVID that they, they might do pre-recorded things or, or virtual or, or, you know, like on a, on a monitor for most things. Please, 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 dear God, Santa appear on float at the end of the parade. That is a tradition that does not need to change. I don't care about the pandemic. That is issuing in the holiday season. And and it would break my heart to not see Santa coming down on his sleigh at the end of the. Well, yeah, because I mean, in life, we got to look forward to those traditions. Those are the things that you know make your childhood worth uh, living, and, and make uh, make you happy when you're a kid. Those are happy, good memories, and you want to share those things and pass on those those uh, happy thoughts and traditions down to your loved ones and your children and and their their children's children and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's I, I'm totally behind that 100%. So uh, let's see what else I got here. There was a uh, another thing I saw. It was about a cat. It was kind of wild. Um, apparently this cat named Panda got stuck 
somehow got uh, sidetracked and ended up uh, traveling from Washington State to Alaska. Wow! And, uh, and they found the, they found the thing on on social networking um, two weeks later um, up in Alaska. And uh, the, their guessing is that normally the cat just wanders around their forty acre property or whatever, um, but they suddenly it was missing, and they put posted pictures all the place. It says uh, on the eleventh of October. Um, and uh, he was there on the 8th and disappeared. And the 11th, they posted pics on social media. And nobody had no idea. Couldn't see him or nothing. Um, and then uh, two weeks later, here he pops up on uh, social media at uh, Home Depot in Alaska. So somehow he got on some kind of a boat or a truck that was hauling something to Home Depot in Alaska and wound up there. And they got him home. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, That's I mean, great. I actually I have, have <laughs> I I have a friend who lost their dog in Sturgis. My neighbor growing up took their dog to Sturgis and lost it there. And a few years later, it came back. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's in Colorado. So. Yeah. Dogs, yeah. Animals are like, smart. Sometimes they make it home. Sometimes. Yeah. And then you have that's cats awesome. like mine that's scared to go Just upstairs. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, cats like mine that are scared to go upstairs <laughs> or anywhere near a door because they think they're going to be taken away somewhere or something. I swear, my separation well, anxiety. Explains that panda is home. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I. Ha this cat. I, I do really have to hard. say, with. But now she's with grounded. cats, they could be badass or they could be pussies. <laughs> yeah, cats are different. All cats are a little different. None are the same. They, some are like real prissy, and some are like real friendly, and some are just like, I'll bite you. <laughs> well, my cat's about all three. <laughs> just depends on her mood. Yeah, uh, he's he's got the schizophrenic one. <laughs> yeah, multiple. I attract him. <laughs> I attract. No, but that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I would love, to, <laughs> I would love to know the story of how that cat got there. Whether it's like Colin said, got on a boat or a shipping thing, or literally walked through Canada to get to Alaska, <laughs> and just happened to wind up at the Home Depot because it smelled some dude on lunch break. Like, ooh, is that tuna? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I can only imagine the cat's journey. Apparently, they had the uh, the local veterinarian um, in Alaska check out the cat and. Uh, he was healthy and everything, a little malnourished, a little dehydrated because he must have been on a truck or a ship or a boat or something and somehow got stuck in a cargo area or something. But uh, he he's okay, and they got him home, and apparently the owner says he gets more treats than normal, but uh, he's staying indoors from now on. <laughs> he's, <found it. laughs> he's an inside dog now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Animals. Wow, interesting. Can't leave the porch. But yeah, those were uh, a couple of things that I that I noticed that were kind of they were positive. Um, I guess I don't know. It's pretty much all I got for today. But uh, oh, another mention since Rudder uh, had to split on us. Um, did any of you guys watch the newest episode of The Mandalorian? Not yet. No, because I thought. I actually, I, I actually did subscribe to Disney Plus since the last time we talked, and I have been able to binge watch. So yes, I did. Nice, <laughs> nice. What did you think so far? 
please, without spoilers. I, I, it, I, it was <laughs> it was it was worth the subscription. It was worth the subscription to Disney Plus. It was it's good stuff. I enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been able to sit down and watch this episode yet because of the <laughs> fact that I had my kids this weekend. So uh, I'm, right. I'm intending to watch it either tonight or tomorrow. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, no, please. <laughs> All right, I won't spoil it for you, but I do want you to know. Well, well let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I, I do want you to know that there are some new, some new characters coming into play, some people that are in old canon that are in, like, the Rebels and stuff. There's one character that comes in. Nice. Um, and uh, our, our our friendly Mandalorian buddy still mm-hmm. uh, he's still doing good. Him and Baby Yoda are okay through this next episode. Um, but one of the characters that is introduced, I can just see Chris right now covering his eyes oh. and his ears. Although we're not on video here, la 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 la, his eyes and ears. Right. <laughs> la, 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 but, yeah. Well, okay. Well, sorry. One of the characters they introduced um, is a Sasha Banks. Used to be a, a uh, wrestler. Okay. Okay. I know so, who she uh, is. I don't know. I thought you, you guys a good old Sasha. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I know you guys are into wrestling and stuff like that. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I, that's that's one of. The I mean, I'm not. I I'm not totally thinking. under a rock with this show. I know they were talking about bringing a, the character of Ahsoka Tano, and I knew it was supposed to be uh, Rosario Dawson. Are you basically telling me? At risk of spoiler, are you basically telling me Sasha becomes Ahsoka instead of uh, Rosario? Or is Sasha a completely different character? I'm not going to tell you anything on that. Okay. okay. I'm not spoiling anything. Um, You're going to have to wait and see. Oh my god, okay. I like their outfits. Their their outfits are cool. Um, And uh, they're a different like a different sect or a different type of Mandalorian you'll find. And it's, so it's, it's interesting. They've got differences. Um, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you're telling me that she, Sasha Banks is on the new Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. She's a character there. Um, just a quick, uh, a quick thing that she was there. She didn't really, I don't think I had any speaking parts or very few. Um, but yeah, she's one of the characters. Mandalorian okay. characters. So, um, you guys get a chance to check it out. Check out the new episode. I loved it. Baby Yoda's doing fine. He's great. He's happy. And um, things are moving forward with that franchise. And I'm sorry, Rudder, we didn't get a chance to talk about it before he split. Um, but next week, we'll talk about it more. Yeah. And hopefully next week, I can actually uh, be up to date yeah. on the episodes, too. So that way, I don't care about spoilers. <laughs> I'm only one episode. Literally just have to watch Friday's episode, but I mean, oh my God, yeah, it's a Mandalorian. The most amazing thing about the Mandalorian to me, besides everything, the most thing to me is is how much the fandom loves that little puppet, that baby Yoda. Like you think he would be a throwaway <laughs> thing, and he is just yeah. so loved. Like myself included, I love Baby Yoda. He's I've got a Baby bomb, Yoda man. pop figure sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a whole page of things you can get from Best Buy of Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it. He's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sorry, but that's how you fix the sequel trilogy. Just I mean, fucking there's digitally... some pretty cool stuff out there. That's how you fix the sequel trilogy, well, just to uh, add in there. Baby Yoda. It starts from there. 
Before you know it, IKEA is starting to sell Baby Yoda items and every other place, and and that's great because the more fandom, the better. Because uh, if they they uh, they get more fans, then they're going to make the the series or the this uh, show even better. And that's what I'm hoping. I want more canon. I want more cool stuff to happen. And uh, and there's little clues and little hints of some of some origins of different things and history um, that they're bringing in. So they're bringing in new canon tied into old canon. Um, and Chris, you're going to love it. I guarantee you're going to love this episode. Oh, absolutely. I'm a Star Wars fanatic. I, of course I'm going to love it. But I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I knew something had to, especially after the last episode, last week's episode, where, you know, it was cool, but it, it felt fillerish to me. You know, uh, especially after you right. dropped well, the bomb about really Boba Fett and shit on the first uh, first episode, you know, and and the man and his armor, and and you see, you know, uh, Boba and whatever at the end of the episode. I really thought they were going to continue with that, and instead we followed Baby Yoda eating frog eggs. Um, you know what I mean? So I mean, I, I felt right. last They're episode right. was kind yeah. of a disappointment. Kind of a bit. Yeah, it was kind of a disappointment. So I really thought this episode was going to be. Something big, so I'm I'm looking forward to sitting down and watching it. But uh, I knew I would have the chance to watch it uninterrupted with the kids around, so I had to wait until, like I said, later tonight or tomorrow to watch it. Well, I think it's a little bit shorter as far as length. Um, I think it's only like 35 minutes or 40 minutes or something. Um, but there's a lot of stuff packed in there, little tidbits that if you look closely, you'll find. Um, like the uh, the armor. Um, if you're familiar at all with the the rebels. Uh, cartoon animated yeah. version. Uh, they have different armor there that's got owls, owl insignias on them. Okay, well, they're, they're bringing that in, so you, you'll like that. You'll like the outfits. They did a good design. I don't remember. Was Death Watch the uh, the owl marker? Because I know I know there's different Mandalorians that follow the original way, which Mando does. There's uh, ones that follow the the right. the, the, the set that. Bo-Katan was was leading where they were looking for the more peaceful existence of Mandalore, and then there was of course the uh, the the the, the quote unquote bad guy group, Mandalorians known as Death Watch. So uh, I'm curious which sect this because I don't remember the insignias. Right, <laughs> I know this is probably boring to you, Serenity. Um, but but yeah, they're, they're going they're going after the different uh, sects or the different denominations of Mandalorian now, so they're breaking it down for people. And it's it's getting interesting. I think you you'll love. It. Why is there? Why does there have? Why can't everyone just be equal? Like, come on. Like the, the Mandalorians are like a religious. It's just not. It's just not the way the world works. Yeah, yeah. They, these people are like religious groups kind of and they have their little differences where they feel this way or that way about their their creed so yeah it, okay so so why don't they just have baby yoda be the leader he and kinda everyone is. just be cool he kind of is know, but like <laughs> everyone's just equal it's, it's yeah. a dictatorship by a baby Everybody okay and i'm fine with that I'm well, you fine want, with that. Well, you want Baby Yoda to join the dark side and become the new emperor? <laughs> that would be kind of cool, though, actually. Don't give him a mustache too soon, okay? He's still a baby. Oh, yeah, we don't want a mustache. <laughs> the mustache is twirl, nice. <laughs> uh, save, save that for the, for the ones who get uh, their husband stabbed by Sasquatch. There you go. 
47 times. There you go. Yeah. 47 <laughs> times. <laughs> Don, wood- wow. I think I actually know who did it. I I didn't want to say anything, but I think I actually ran into the guy who originally did it. And I, if I could find it, I actually have a picture of him. Whoa, that's a funny picture. Um, but there, there's nowhere in Denver that you could not find a long-haired, dirty, smelly, ape-looking dude. I mean, it's Denver during pandemic. It's pretty crazy down there. <laughs> well, I think I worked with a couple of them guys. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that we're all friends. I mean... That's Six why degrees of separation went down to three, right? That's that's why every state Damn, has a I Sasquatch a Mitch myth. <laughs> it's just Charlie, the town drunk who hasn't shaved in three years. <laughs> well, you it's don't only know the bar been three years. <laughs> it's no shave November, man. <laughs> oh, that's right. Seriously, are you guys not shaving? I never Charlie? shave. I have a beard. I'm not. Well, someone tried to get me to shave my legs once, but I wasn't down for it. Well, I did when I was wrestling, and, and <laughs> because I, I won't lie, I, I shaved my legs while I was a wrestler because uh, spandex and hair, leg hair do not mix. They It pulls. All the girls were doing it. <laughs> All the girls were doing it, yeah. Uh-huh. They just do not mix. <laughs> it, 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 it pulls. Story, oh. <laughs> there he is. I found them. On that note, on that note, Don, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you in the Life Radio? Well, oh, you guys can always find me at thelife1069.com. I have links to just about everything there. Uh, my link tree is uh, linktr.ee slash thelife1069. You can find any of the Life Radio shows broadcast there. You can also check out the live show at uh, www.wwsu1069.org. And I'm uh, the Life1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter. Check me out. I'm wonderful. <laughs> and Serenity. <laughs> I don't care if you respond to that or not. <laughs> Oops, I was trying to meet y'all. I won't say what that pic- <laughs> I won't say what that video looked like at first. Like I'm looking up the information for what's your effing binge so that way I can promote a outro. And I look up real quick and all I see is like this Y shape, which is obviously the, the ceiling corner. A quick glance, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's not what I expected you to share. I am on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Sharing the ceiling. (laughs) That's what I'm looking at. Thought it'd be entertaining. (laughs) Good, Serenity. Tell them where they can find you. Okay. Well, if you want to get them. I don't know. Just don't stalk me behind my bush. I got ring. I'll find you first. Oh no, Chris! Seriously. All right. Oh. And of course, you gotta get you gotta get the robot monster wolves out there. They stalk you in your bush. Yeah, I need that huge Japanese surfing fox. 
It'll protect your bush. Go fund me. Please. That's how you can find me. Go fund me in Japanese surfing fox. <laughs> and Mr. Colin Washburn. Uh, you guys can find me on Facebook. You can find me, uh, email me at colinwashburn at gmail.com or I'm on YouTube and uh, working on music stuff with my buddies, so we should be posting more music stuff on there soon. Um, yeah, hit me up if you got something positive to say, got some good story you want to tell me, or you just want to send a message to one of these other Yahoos or Serenity, uh, hit me up. It was really nice of you to call all of us Yahoos, but not Serenity. That, that, was, that was sweet of you. <laughs> yeah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> And it sounds, sounds reasonable, actually. She's our girl. I gotta look up for her. There you go. Until we get another girl, then, yeah, it, then, I... it's, then, <laughs> then we fight to the death for the praise. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh a, man! And of course, guys, for we're gonna uh, need a good comedian to come in here. Yeah, we do. We'll get a rest. You guys. <laughs> well, we got Don. Don. Don counts as the good comedian. The rest of us, you know, we're we're just here. <laughs> Don's who gives us well, legitimacy. I don't, I don't know about I don't know about the comedian. <laughs> He's a pretty dang good actor too. Okay, I was believing. Well, I, this. I appreciate that, and, the, and that really wasn't some of my best work. <laughs> as long as there's no dumpster juice in your beard, we're good to go. And a, <laughs> and of course for uh, for Christopher Rudder, make sure you're checking out what you're. Binge. It can be found on YouTube, can be found on Spotify, can be found wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Just check out what F in binge. Of course, you could also see uh, us under what your F and binge and uh, say hello. And of course, guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts. Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you prefer them in audio-only format, just look up Realm of the Mist Entertainment on uh, Anchor.fm, Apple I, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, all them fucking places. And of course, guys, all the social medias. Have a We will catch you next week. We hope we put a smile on your face for the week. And we'll see you on the next Working the Fourth Wall Weekly. Have a good night.